0: Welcome to the Sports Carnage podcast presented by Detroit Sports Nation featuring Paul Roshan, D Delambert, Ryan Griffin and Matthew Bassett bringing the most arrogant takes on the planet straight to your ears. We don't promise to always be right, but we promise to act like we are. What's happening webheads along with Paul Roshan and Dylan Bear. I am Matt Bassin. No Ryan Griffin. As Ryan is celebrating his roommate slash girlfriend's accomplishment of what? Graduating? Right?
1: Something? Why would you lead with a roommate? That is not. <laughs> yeah, that's that's <laughs> just
2: not that's that's, un, that's rude shitty. That's so that's rude. rude. <laughs> McKenna is that's a beautiful so woman. I didn't just say anything like, bad yeah, about, just, about her. Jesus, they just bunk together. She's just trying to w- save money. Right, you <laughs> led with roommate. It was that's the first the one. That's how we think.
0: That's the first what idea. Is is it, is it a lie? Are they not roommates? No, not first and foremost. I
2: mean, even
0: (laughs) nobody calls their living
1: significant other a roommate, right? Right, ever. Nor do they say living
2: significant other. In Matt's defense, it might be different when you live in a hotel. We're going to cut this. because (laughs) No, we're not. This is is gold. (laughs) This is beautiful. Ryan will feel loved. McKenna will feel disgraced. It's perfect. I'm not disgraced. Jesus, I did not disgrace anybody. Well, she graduated with a degree in, I believe, American Sign Language or something?
0: Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. That's what it was. That's a hella
2: impressive, sweet. and you're just... Fantastic. The okay. next time we're at well, some
0: big function, she can tell me to go fuck myself, and I won't even know it. I'll just think she's waving. Uh,
1: the, I believe the middle finger is pretty universal, very much, actually. Very much, I think that'll happen. No, she could actually spell it out.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
2: this is awful. Get to football. Oh, my God. No, this is wonderful. Right. I'm having a ball of a time, and I missed last week, so this is well, just beautiful.
0: I'll tell you who's having a ball of a time is the <clears throat> LSU Tigers who leapfrogged. The Ohio State Buckeyes for the final number one spot. SEC bias at its
2: finest, absolutely. And a, love as, it as you can so tell, much.
0: one of us here didn't believe it was even oh, possible. In fact, during that's the Ohio State game, oh, it's accurate. Oh, it's accurate. Oh, it's very accurate. I got the receipts all day say? long. Verbatom, when Ohio State was getting tested by was retarded, I flat out oh, said, okay. "Uh oh." LSU might leapfrog back to number one because they dismantled Georgia and Ohio State's having a hell of a time with Wisconsin. I said they have and no argument said, for number one. Yes, you did. I exactly. said they have you have no, argument no argument for, argument for number one. one. No argument whatsoever. Went into Alabama and beat them.
2: I also These said SEC I owe oh, Alabama and that has Texas zero range wins in 2019. I have a question. Who is Alabama's best win this season? I have a question. Why do you two keep talking? Texas A
0: and M? Oh no, Paul's talking over me. I haven't stopped talking yet. All Paul right. just can't se- can't wait to chime in. That's all his, day long. That,
1: wait, that's his. Oh, I that know. is his mentality all the time. We're not going to turn this into <laughs> so a bad. No, 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 no. Well, he's but We are going to turn it into the fact that LSU
0: has escaped the terror that is the downtrodden defending champion Clemson Tigers who have just fought their way ignored by the media talked down to by the media there's Lawrence was playing like shit the defense wasn't doing its job and blah, blah 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 well they're undefeated they're back to where they've been the last few years and they are the three seed that no one wants to face and LSU has escaped that fate and will take on the Oklahoma Sooners and the Ohio State Buckeyes get a chance to have some revenge against Clemson, who smacked that ass the last time these two teams faced off in the college football playoffs 31
2: to nothing. Uh, so, Matt, I, I'm an or, or Dylan, either one of you. I know Matt seems amused by this whole seeding thing, and he doesn't seem to think it's that big of a deal. I am upset because it's a huge deal. And the way the season goes on should mean something. Dylan, where do you stand?
1: I stand on that like it legitimately, more than anything else in the entire planet, does not
0: matter. It does matter. Would you rather face Oklahoma or Clemson? I'd rather face Oklahoma.
1: No! I can't even answer my own goddamn fucking answer. Jesus.
0: Why doesn't it matter? It doesn't
1: matter because if Ohio State takes care of business, these two are just going to prove it anyway. If they take care of business...
0: They okay, would definitely the pr- take care thing. of business against Oklahoma, You're, we all here's
1: assume. Here's the problem. You are doing exactly the thing. I knew I you I always would, do the thing you and hate. It's, counter, <laughs> it's counterintuitive to my narrative, but you have already hinted at it. This Clemson team, there is a reason they have been number three or four or five for so long. Because they are going to get their first chance at getting hit in the face Against a team, as you already alluded to also, who not only is the spread insulting to them, but they also were insulted. They are going to be able to do what Michigan State failed to do twice. You are facing the team that butchered you in the worst way, arguably in program history. It's arguably the most embarrassing loss in Ohio State.
0: You got oil on national television, literally and figuratively.
1: And you think that somehow that Ohio State is not going to go out there and run this
2: bitch? So first, I all, don't know if they, they can. That bad. Wisconsin game showed me a lot of right questions. Now. But the thing is, none of that is the point. So here's the thing that is extremely you are going to
1: do to the SEC bias thing, and LSU has how many wins against top ten opponents? Well, 100
2: 100 is, and I'll walk you through it in a minute when you want to actually compare big dick resumes. But first of all. Uh, we got to set the stage for why this even matters. And it very much does matter, unlike what you think. And Doesn't. that's like your opinion and stuff, but it absolutely matters because here's the deal. Oklahoma might as well be MSU or Florida State or anybody because all they are is fodder for whichever of the other three teams that they play. Oklahoma has... Less than a 0% chance of winning a game in this playoff. Oklahoma is weaker than the 2015 MSU team that showed up in these playoffs. It's weaker than the 2014 FSU team that showed up in these playoffs. Oklahoma is an Washington. absolute joke. It hey, Washington's another one. I don't want to list all of them. Come on. I mean, every year has one. Joke compared to the other three teams. They are complete fodder.
1: And you want college football expansion after what you just mentioned.
2: That just is saying. not – that is a completely different discussion for another day and irrelevant to that point. Anyway. Sad. There was
0: one year where all four teams were good. It was actually the Oklahoma-Georgia one World year. Bulls. So, so one the, year. the reason I <laughs> want expansion
2: to make it extremely short and we're not going to have a long discussion about this, it's because that fourth team is often not as good as maybe the fifth, sixth, seventh, and eighth team. But, Anyways. again, discussion for another day. doesn't matter.
0: Oregon, don't fuck yourself by losing to the Arizona are
2: State. They fodder. Whoever then plays would have been the Oklahoma <laughs> legitimately has a bye. Wait, there what? There is such a massive difference you mean, wait, what? between LSU playing a, Clemson LSU a first, a Whether you think Clemson has a chance to win, there is such a massive difference between having to go balls to the wall to play a team like Clemson first and then turning around and playing LSU or OSU to win the title. The fact that you have to play two of those three teams to win the title versus one of them, it's such a massive, massive difference that that is your path to the title. Because listen, you know me, I have said all season Clemson is overrated. I think that their defense is the most overrated unit in the land. You're talking about a Clemson defense that hasn't given up 21 points this season. And I think they're overrated and about to be exposed. But if you look at the numbers, Clemson, it is not Clemson's fault that the ACC is garbage. And I I would take this two ways. It very much matters. Their schedule does matter when evaluating them. But you cannot sit there and disparage them for something that they don't have control over. They scheduled what Texas A&M out of conference not their fault that the decent SEC team led by an actual coach is trash. Not their fault that they play in the ACC that is complete trash. They're not just going to uproot and go to the SEC to make That's people Jimbo's happy fault. about their schedule. So you can't sit there when FSU is garbage and all these other ACC teams that should be giving them a run when Mac Brown's not up and running yet, when Virginia is somehow in a freaking New Year's Six Bowl despite being absolute trash – it's not Clemson's fault. In Clemson, despite having absolutely no reason to play hard all year, despite Trevor Lawrence literally winning it all as a freshman and having nothing left to prove in college football, they didn't have a letdown this year, for the most part. I mean, they did have a game they could have lost, but outside of that, they blitzed everybody pretty much the way they're supposed to, despite having no reason to get up for any single game this year outside of maybe A&M at the beginning of the season, and they still took care of business. They are the third seed, deservedly so, because of their schedule, but their schedule does not make them a bad team. Just because they played a weak schedule does not mean that they can't compete With OSU and LSU because it's not their fault. They are still a team loaded with five-star talent still a team coached by an elite coaching staff Ah. to have to play them then play OSU or LSU to go through the title versus starting with a legitimate bye week in Oklahoma. It's a huge difference. Do you do you really think that that doesn't matter that having to go through a team like Clemson before playing LSU is different than going through Oklahoma.
1: I don't think that's the reason why you're bitching about this, though.
2: Your problem that's is because you the it perceived matters. SEC But that's bias. the reason it matters. So before we get into that, and I, you know, so that I'm not talking and filling up all this airspace with just my monologues. I mean, you're the only one that cares, so. That's not true. Do you not I understand, understand why that matters? Like, why do you think that what I just said doesn't matter?
1: I don't, because I don't think that the actual reasons you're upset are not relevant. You're mad because it's an SEC team. If it were anybody else, I'm you mad be because mad. of the resume. That's spade not true spade. at all. No, no, no. That, spade a spade. Spade a spade. You I'm, you led with I SEC bias. I led with it because
2: it's an ongoing narrative. And yes, I absolutely rail That is that. The by the SEC way, bias, I would like to point out but, that
1: nationally, thanks to Fox in particular, but in general, is starting to grow very stable. Who is has had? Who has
2: carried out. LSU's torch all year? I have. Who earlier in the season when LSU? left OSU for the first time, said that they absolutely would and should leap OSU, and you said, no, they're not going to. I got the receipts for that. So if you want to think that this is some sort of bias when earlier this season I said LSU should be number one, that's absurd. There's nothing to do with
1: that team. It's because you are only caring about this very irrelevant thing that will play itself out right in front of but our eyes. But what I
2: care about is fairness. And there are I mean, no, there is not that's even close life. I don't know what to, tell to the <laughs> imaginative level playing football. Now, hey, hey, you that want fairness? Exist, then SEC right?
1: teams should be playing nine conference games. Of course they The should. ACC should add Notre Dame full-time and the service academies. Like, dude, don't talk to me about fairness. This is, there this are is, so many things are that aren't. You making my
2: point for me. So there are so okay. many things. Also,
1: it, well, hold on. You want to talk about fairness too? Ohio State is playing Rutgers every year. So, you want to talk about a buy? I'm just saying, like, it, there are a lot of things that aren't fair that all That's these teams exactly have taken advantage of. Every single
2: one of these the teams has taken advantage of something. The college football is so convoluted. Okay. Oh, such an unlevel <laughs> whoa, 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 playing whoa,
0: whoa, field. whoa, 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 whoa. We are not going down this deep rabbit hole again. We've no, already I'm not. done I'm this No, I'm bringing before. it back
2: around. Don't I promise I'm bringing it around? Yeah, no, in 15 minutes, you're bringing the it the back, the 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 back the around. The no, bring no, it back no, around now. I'm bringing it around right now, right this second. Because of all the things you just said about how unlevel the playing field is in college football is why I'm upset. Because the one thing that should be the equalizer, the one thing that should be able to see through all the bullshit and even it out is the committee. That is the committee's one job. No, never has been. No,
1: never will be. Listen,
2: because they don't do it, doesn't matter. That is their job. Their job is to take all of the factors that play into the bullshit that is college football landscape and put everybody and evaluate them on a level playing field, factoring for those things. So Look, when you they, want to do that?
1: Stop hiring EDs as the leaders of these When they committals.
2: fuck up that job, it becomes so far tilted in the other direction, and it is so frustrating when you see a team that far and away earned the number one spot now has to play the defending national champ with the best quarterback in the country before playing the second best quarterback in the country in an absolutely okay. loaded team in LSU to win their title. Time out.
0: In your mind, they obviously earned the number one spot. In a lot of other people's minds, LSU earned that number one spot throughout the regular with season the
2: and the their so final you game. Give me LSU, you two tell me why LSU's resume is better than OSU's. I'm not, I'm not saying, I'm not saying the resume is, is no, better or
1: worse. And also, here's a problem, because you're going to do... I know what you're going to do, which here's why this is a fruitless conversation. Because we will re- name the reasons why the resume is impressive, and then you'll undermine it because it isn't valuable in your eyes. And that's Listen, not really that's what, what I'm here to talk about. I'm not going to no, say that. No, absolutely. <laughs> no, because absolutely, if I say that that LSU... At the time, beat one, two, three, four, five. Go by the top now. ten teams. Go by the rankings. Five, now. five top can, ten teams. Can we at least agree to at go the by time the that they did now. that. But see, that's again. See, no, this is what I'm talking about. You're gonna shift it. Right, right. I'm not gonna like. Okay, in fairness, when when they beat Texas, it was impressive. Here's the thing. You can't tell, have me this, Texas tell me the score.
2: Why in the world the map, was it impressive to barely escape a? F- in terrible Texas No, team. because they weren't also, terrible that's then. Adding.
0: That's why. And that's why you can't just go right. by what See, they are now. Because I'm if saying. LSU I faces you Texas right this. now, they're beating them by 21 points easy. And here's but at another that time, problem it was a also, different situation. You're... And also, here's
1: another problem. You said they barely beat them. The only reason that was a single-digit outcome was because Texas scored a garbage touchdown. They were winning by 12 points with, like, what? 30 seconds left? So stop it. You're so Texas is now.
2: supposed to stop scoring and not try to win the game.
1: No, see again. And LSU this is, is what supposed I'm to about.
2: not This is why just I'm let not them having this conversation.
1: End, I'm with I'm with Matt on this. I'm not going to have this conversation because you're going to do this the whole time. I'm not interested. In it. So I don't care. I have my opinion, you have yours. It doesn't matter because if they play each other, we will see. That's so my whole point. Look I don't at care. The I don't teams. care. The problem is I don't is care. You, you're going to talk about you, it anyway, and I already told you. You I don't should care. care. You
0: should care. No. I know. Well, they be, okay, they I beat they beat a Georgia team that had one bad loss the entire year. Every other tough game Georgia was in, Number they were team
1: in the rank in the nation at the time, and, and they, they beat the
0: crap out of them. them. Ohio State it was a close. first class first class first half That's egg true. first half first, first class. class first class <laughs> first half egg. At, against wisconsin on a neutral field the team they'd already they down by, eight, the by 14 points. yes the second half was very and impressive then ran off a 27-0 yes the second half second was half. very impressive. impressive but the Isn't entire game LSU was impressive that lsu did, no bullshit. That LSU did. no bullshit they held a georgia offense to 10 points they but, beat them up and down Matt, the field on both halves pad of the game see to south look, carolina look, look what this That's guy's one bad game told you
1: Matt, stop. This is what he does. This First is why all, we shouldn't entertain this. Because he did was this. going to do this. No, you did this. He was going to do undermine the Georgia win for LSU because, in his mind, Georgia was garbage. Ignoring that a week ago, they were in the playoff based on ranking. That's it. That's all we need. But for him, he's going to contextualize it in his own frame of mind. And I have no interest in arguing it. So let's just move on. Do you
2: realize that I have said nothing? That you brought all this up you made my argument for me when that's not even where i want to go with this i don't
1: I care i just don't want to go with it at all i'm not interested in arguing that. perception what i with do
2: you. care is that from beginning of season to end of the season osu showed zero vulnerability the that's not true they showed a ton of it in the first half
0: of the big ten vulnerable. championship when? What do you mean when who they were the down 21 to thought, fucking
2: 3? Who in the world ever thought Wisconsin was going to win that game? A lot of people. A lot I mean, how of dumb can people be? Honestly. This is not the question you asked. You asked, no, who you asked, thought that? Where's the A lot of people. Wisconsin like
0: showed it in the first half. Now, whether Ohio State True, didn't come absolutely. to play or what, we don't know. But Ohio State looked vulnerable in that first half. LSU, against a defense that had given up no more than 20 points all year in Georgia in their upset loss at home, yeah, dominated the, the Bulldogs from kickoff to whistle. And that Georgia Man, be, Bulldog that team, team got was in the college football playoff at the time. Wisconsin wasn't. They weren't even in the top 10. Heck and these was, are human beings numbers. running a committee <laughs> and human Don't, beings are reactionary. You yourself is a, are a great example of this. Every single one of us And are. again, we're go- we are always going to be arguing
1: based on Paul's reference point, not any it's others. Because there is no the objective
0: thing. I, looking, I mean, it is because you're moving the target. I
2: am an LSU team <laughs> that has many times this season escaped. They escaped oh against Texas. If Texas we did not, didn't not have, escape! If they Texas were winning have, by 12 points with 30 fucking seconds in left. In college football, they lose that game. <laughs> you can't recontextualize it. They needed it. You a can't. backdoor cover against Florida without some really egregious... They were up by without 14 points. some really egregious officiating against Florida in some You know, it's funny. Turnovers. All these teams
0: are ranked in the top 10 when they have these games. It's almost like they were expected to be good at that time. Do you time? really
2: think Florida's
0: a top ten team?
2: Are you really? This is what sit I'm talking here? about.
1: Where, I'm no, asking don't, you. Don't engage him. I'm not him. telling don't you whether him. they are
2: or aren't. I'm asking you a
1: question.
0: Him.
2: That's what we no, do. No, Paul, we give our absolutely opinion. Absolutely not. And I'm Alabama without Tua, uh, was not the number three Florida team either. Florida's a top
0: ten team. No, and Alabama wasn't the number three team anymore crazy. either when Tua
2: went down. Absolutely not. Alabama's the best win LSU has. Alabama was a great win for LSU because Alabama is way better, infinitely better than both Georgia and Florida. And LSU controlled that game start to finish in Tuscaloosa, I believe. Yes. This is the problem also
1: is that I'm not even necessarily saying you're right or wrong. I don't care because, again, (laughs) Ohio State's resume is more impressive in a very key point. Their three non-conference opponents are all conference champions. Okay. We, All are, we
0: are getting very caught up. I'm
1: sorry, I'm sorry. Cincinnati played in the title game. But the point being is that there are points to both, and it's based on perception that we're not going to convince each other of as it is because we're going to move the target based on each other's reference Absolutely points. not. There's and no point gonna in just We're to discussi- redo this argument Dylan, again
0: next I, I week when we do our ball show. Think. So we should move on hey, to the show. actual rest well, of the stop. show. No, no, no. We're already this 20 is, minutes in. No, stop. We're already 20 minutes Dylan, in. Though.
2: No, no, no. Stop. This is 100% on Dylan because Dylan decided— no. Decided to have an argument that I wasn't trying to have.
0: We don't know, and, and we've been, been very Paul, explicit. I have and we've not had been it. trying to. We're moving on.
2: <laughs> I don't want to have that. See, the important things.
0: This is not making the case. The way these teams
2: measure up, the way they earn Thank their you. seating, have nothing to do with anything Dylan brought up. I'm LSU right is a very I didn't bring up anything flawed my point. team.
0: I didn't bring up anything. I've been saying this whole time it doesn't matter. Extreme I don't care.
2: defensive <laughs> issues. Despite having two of the top cornerbacks in the entire nation, they have extreme defensive issues. Beautiful. OSU, We're moving on. And I'll give you the first half Saturday. One time talking, for one half of the season has looked vulnerable. They have, for the first time, talking. Since we have recorded them, they have the number one offense and the number one defense in the land while playing in the toughest conference in the land. They have done things no football team in the history of NCAA football has ever done. They are so head and shoulders... The way they've performed on the field this year, better than everybody else. The resume itself, not how talented they are, not what their potential is. What they've actually done on the field is so head and shoulders above anybody else to give them the number two seed and force them to go through undefeated defending champ Clemson with the best quarterback in football before getting to play Joe Burrow in the number one seed is an atrocity. It is the absolute opposite going. of what the committee is supposed to give us. And if you don't care about that, <clears throat> you don't deserve to watch college football. Find another cool, fucking Cool story, sport. bro.
1: We're moving on. Uh, what is, okay, so
0: where where you want to go next, man? So we got 40 bowl games. And to next week's show, we're going to do through pretty much all the bowl games. But – This week, we decided to take a look at who's been snubbed, who's been given a gift. Dubbed. Oh, come on. Dubbed? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) And I went looking through this and, you know, looking at the early on bowls, and there is a giant snub before the holiday week, which is just infuriating for me to see. And it's the fact that Uh number 20 Appalachian State is playing in the New Orleans Bowl on like... The 17th, no, the 21st of December. Like, not even near, like, when the bowl season actually matters. You are ranked 20th in the country, and you are not even going to anywhere near a decent bowl game to take on UAB, University of Alabama (laughs) at Birmingham, for the number 20th ranked team in the country. That's some bullshit.
1: The loser. And the loser by a country mile in the Sun Belt Championship, if I'm not mistaken. Or conference USA, sorry. No UAB. They did this yeah, just
2: for you, Matt.
1: Well, so I can go see them. So you can watch. I can them. go see Appalachian <laughs> State. You <laughs> to go
2: to this game.
1: Yeah, I've never seen a number twenty eight ranked. I'm gonna go
0: with a, a giant like like cardboard cutout, but it's gonna be a flip book of the Appalachian State blocking the Michigan field goal at the end. It's, I'm just gonna sit there and just flip it the whole damn game on the twenty. <laughs> It'll be the first live person gif. <laughs>
2: I mean, my snub is Alabama, period. I, it, huh. it is, it, I understand that, and this is the opposite of SEC bias. Well, it's kind of SEC bias, fucking Alabama, actually. Because there is no place in the world that Georgia and Florida, and I think I'm missing one. Isn't there a third New Year's Six team from the SEC? No, I'm not missing.
0: No.
2: Auburn, yes, Auburn.
0: Oh, is Auburn eighth? Jesus. These no. teams? No, no.
1: Auburn's playing Mi- uh, Minnesota in the Outback Bowl. Oh, are they? Yeah.
2: And the Outback Bowl is not a New Year's Six Bowl.
1: No, Florida is the one in the most in the worst, in the worst New Bowl, Year's we'll Six Bowl. Of a, we'll talk about that All
2: time. Moment. Oh my god. To have teams That's like so Florida bad. <laughs> in a New Year's Six Bowl ahead of Alabama, who of course had a disappointing season by Alabama standards and did not beat a ranked team because of their cake schedule, it's just... absurd. I mean, Alabama beats Florida by, I don't know, 24 points on a neutral field if they play. I mean, this is stupid.
0: You're just mad that you have to face them. (laughs) We'll get to that, too. (laughs) You're just mad that you you were semi-hoping for this because of what could be if you actually upset them. But, of course... It's the Citrus Bowl, so it's down south and it's going to be all Alabama people. It doesn't matter how much Michigan tries to get their fans in there and they will. Uh, I don't know. There's going to be Alabama fans there. You're in the South. 60-40
1: split.
0: you think they're going to be 40 well, Michigan? Be like an 85 oh, yeah. 15 split. Yeah. I don't know. Because I mean, neither what, one of these teams well, are happy fine. to be in why this why bowl. Like neither I disagree. You think Michigan's, think Michigan's
1: happy Michigan's to be kinda, in this bowl?
2: Put it this yeah, way. Yeah, because
1: they have a chance to do to beat Alabama.
2: Our home team. It's stadium. Just like the, was full of red against our biggest rival. You think our fans are gonna go fill up a stadium in the south to he, get one? No, he down he thinks Obama?
0: Alabama fans aren't gonna show up because it's Alabama playing in a not you know CFP bowl. They got bowl. nothing <laughs> else to I'll care give about. you a perfect example: the
1: 2010 Capital One Bowl. This is the exact same circumstance. That there were that a really lot of warms my heart
2: remembering the outcome of that bowl. That makes oh, I'm aware it's
1: going to be great. the same. <laughs>
2: And hopefully, it
1: winds up being
2: a prerequisite
1: for you moving forward, just like it did for us, getting us slaughtered. But, anyways, um, the one team that I think got kind of. <laughs> we got of to get slaughtered by Alabama started. in a much
0: bigger bowl five years later. <laughs> They're the same bowl.
2: They are the same bowl, yes.
0: Well, that's the exact bowl. one. Was, one was in a playoff, one wasn't.
2: No, no, no! He's talking no, about no 2010. He's about this bull. When Mark,
0: when Mark
1: Ingram betrayed his hometown team, what was it, his dad's team. Uh, yes. <laughs> I felt bad. And I then knew Alabama, that Alabama that... went
2: on to win two titles, which is really upsetting because Nick Saban was like. Hey, the last time we were here against a Big Ten team, we made it after a disappointing season. We made a statement and then won two titles. Like, thanks, Nick. That's what I want to know. You're very motivated for this game.
1: (laughs) I'll tell you the team that I think has got screwed, and that's Utah against Texas in the Alamo Bowl. Not only is it being played... Yeah, right. Not only is it being played like two hours from Texas campus, but also Texas is not on the same tier as Utah. This is a very big mismatch because Utah before they lost that that Pac-12 title was going to be in the playoff. So you go from being in the playoff to playing a surrogate basically a surrogate home game for Texas. How is that fair? So I
2: can't agree with you here in on, from a logical standpoint, everything you've said is accurate, but mine is simply this. You had one shot to validate your season, and not against an LSU or a Clemson, but against a tier two and a half school that Oregon is this year. And you pulled your pants down both of their
1: games against ranked opponents. You
2: pulled your pants down and let them put a strap on in you.
1: Because Utah's not actually that's, that good. With a
2: playoff on that's the line. That's not the point. That you legitimately point. did not show up, and not against a team that has vastly more talent than you, against freaking Oregon. You can't but do that and again, then complain about your not destination. The point. You lose the right That
1: is that. not the But you shouldn't be playing a road game in a bowl against a team that is nowhere near I mean, they're going to ravage you.
2: Texas, and it's going to be cool. I mean, no,
1: I disagree with that entirely. Again, you go from being in the playoff as a program. Now, again, this isn't Alabama who had won a title two years prior in the Capital One Bowl in 2010. This is a fledgling program that missed the chance to make the playoff and now is playing a road game against Texas who desperately needs to validate well, so their So
2: here's the thing. This is big for them. They're going to look at this. They're not going to look at the venue and be like, wow, we got screwed. They're not going to be like, wow, they're- we should be in the playoff. You're right. They're a fledgling program and they get to take on what I love about bowl season is there is a sense of wonder about bowl season and it's nostalgic oh and it's, it's more about narrative. <laughs> all the things
0: that else. Dylan hates so much. All of the things that Dylan hates,
2: all of it is God, it's what makes Bull season so, so amazing. Annoying. No, you you I do. like specific so Utah bowl games. Look at this. And they're I don't like, like this. We get to validate our big season by playing a blue blood in Texas and whooping their ass. Like, that is this is, not is a huge board. for them. You you do not say that. If they whoop
1: their ass. Uh, again, by the way, again, Texas has not won has not had less than four losses since two thousand ten. It's Bulls been a decade.
2: Works. In bowl season, they are freaking Texas.
1: No, they're not. This is a Matt, sad sad. Back Texas. Me up here. This is retirement home Texas, just like Tennessee and just how like Bulls Nebraska. Work. Uh, you're telling me that Indiana playing against Tennessee in the Gator Bowl. Indiana's going. Oh my God, we get to play Tennessee. Oh, oh my goodness, Tennessee, the
0: Volunteers, the Blue blood. I mean, that's Peyton actually a, a perfect
2: matchup for the Gator Bowl. But sure, be upset about it.
0: Yeah, I don't think Tennessee is any, anywhere it, near the same level as Texas either. You're right. Texas is worse no, right but now. But I'm saying on name alone. Like
2: not even it's it's nothing. No, I don't think it's anywhere close. Tennessee's never been anything.
1: Look, this is the worst Alamo Bowl in some time. The Alamo Bowl has actually had some really good matchups between these two. This is pretty poor. No, I don't think so at all. But uh, a team that let's see here got really good. Uh, Oh, I'll tell you another loser, and that's anybody who decides to stay up at eight p.m. on December thirtieth. And watch Florida against Virginia. I mean, that's just if you watch nice. that game, so you bad. are a loser. That's so just bad. Not you can't. If you respect yourself as a human being, as a conscious creature with free will,
2: so you do not all, watch this game. A lot of people like watching train wrecks. Like <laughs> this
1: isn't a train wreck. This is this is. <laughs> uh, I, I don't want to like be like a human rights It's going to be like a seventeen thirteen
0: but... game of like the worst kind. So here's here's
2: the thing. First of all, i think you brought up Virginia and Florida because if you want to talk about two winners of this process, this is Iowa Georgia
1: Tech all over. You have
2: two teams that have no business sniffing. Not even a New Year's Six bowl. They don't have business sniffing. Why isn't One
1: Utah bowl, in this citrus bowl? Citrus
2: Bowl, any of these. For real. They should Why, isn't Utah, why is Utah not picked instead of Virginia? They find themselves in an absolute primo bowl. Not just are they in a primo bowl, but they are matched up against another shitter, so they actually See? have a chance to win a New Year's Six Bowl. Dylan, you like make a bowl great point. Like, for both fan board. bases, this is huge. This is so awesome for them. Utah, Florida be, would be so good. <laughs> They get That's to what I'm be saying. so interested in that Four. game, <laughs> but but think right. about for these two teams how big of a win it is. Not for all. is not a big you. win for Florida will, for
0: Virginia. Yes, for Florida, no.
2: Oh, it's a huge one. No. Florida
0: always. Florida has bigger and better aspirations. They always do. If you had put. What about if you had
1: put Alabama against Utah?
0: Also, come no, because Alabama's gonna slap the ever living shit out of Utah. Utah versus oh, Florida is, is, isn't is that, a fair match Isn't that what happened hold in two thousand? Hold up, Is that what happened in two thousand nine? Six players for so.
2: Alabama. That's a good game. I do want to
1: Also, I'm just saying that that attitude is what happened in 2009 as well. And look what happened.
2: You are being a little dishonest the way you present the Florida-Virginia game. If you – yes, it's true. They shouldn't be there. It's a human rights violation. So if you say product of the team's quality, they have no business being there. But take off the name of the bowl. This should be a really good game. I hate you. What are you seeing from
0: Virginia that tells you this is going to be a good game? Right. Florida what are you is seeing from Florida race race that you places. think that they're going <laughs> to bolt race Virginia? Their defense. Like Virginia
1: is not. Their defense their, 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 is going to get have, two what, touchdowns three alone losses? against Virginia. <laughs> this is an awful. They play uh, okay. Virginia played in the worst conference or division. Sorry, division in the entire sport almost, and they still had three losses.
2: Listen, they gave Clemson a game for a quarter and a half. Okay. Yeah, who the hell not wants to see that? Not because – and it's also you not started because 0-0. That's the only
0: reason it's going to be a game for the first quarter now. All right.
2: Enough negativity. I, isn't this because why the conference, tie-ins conference tie-ins need to be reevaluated?
1: More so, I think it just, like, conference tie-ins should Orange matter Bowl has had until S- has it's had like this.
0: The a- USC well, so and big the 10 way teams. to do this the the crap out teams teams well. is simple.
2: If you are not and in the top 15, your conference bid – doesn't exist anymore. They can select somebody. That's what else. I was saying.
1: <laughs> that's why you talk about agree. So okay. conference yeah. bids Speaking to of... me
2: really are important. Like no one wants to see the fucking SEC versus the ACC in the Rose Bowl. Like that's stupid. But if you cannot put a legitimate team on the field in that bowl game, then yes, your ass needs to be replaced. 28th ranked or whatever the hell is Virginia ranked right now? Yeah, 24. No. 24th oh bullshit. ranked. Come Virginia. on does not need to be playing in a New Year Six Bowl. Like, the ACC yeah. doesn't have any. Meanwhile, it's number okay. 15, oh, Notre Dame seven.
0: gets the Camping World Bowl
2: <laughs> against Iowa they, State.
0: They
1: got screwed as well. But here, look, there is enough negativity, positivity, real positives.
2: I thought you said positivity mm-hmm. for a second. I was like, God dang, no.
1: Well, kind of positivity, which is Memphis playing in the Cotton Bowl Classic against Penn State. Fantastic for them, and here's the kicker: Mike Norvell is he? No, he's not. He's not going to be coaching. Have them they, hang on, have they but... decided that? Because he know, I know he wants to. Yeah, I'm. I'm looking right at a article from Adam Rittenberg about it.
0: No, really, he's they're not, not going to let him coach him. it.
1: I wouldn't, in fairness. Why not? Okay. He's the reason <laughs> you've
0: gotten to where you are. He didn't be
1: no, because you don't. You didn't even wait.
2: Dylan is like, f- full dude, of hatred.
1: It's Florida State. No, but. That's even worse. Look at Florida State no, right now. No, no, now. it's, the chance. Like, it's no. a chance. It's
2: a chance
0: for greatness.
2: Wait, it's hold on. talent. Can it's the turnaround of around your, Florida. Your greatness. Is Norvell coaching the bowl game? No, he's not. <laughs> no, I just said no. Well, that's what I yeah, was. Cla- it, it came I, out I today. That's what I heard. But I wasn't a okay. huddle because I didn't. Anyways, see point, point being, being wait, cool. is, Memphis. Hang on, no, is, no, is he coaching in
0: Florida? <laughs> is he is he coaching in Florida State's bowl game? Stop. I'm totally with Dylan.
2: That's super not cool, man.
0: Why didn't she just wait until the game was over? The kids already. Because you might not be allowed to. They might be telling you, "Look, you've got till this day at this time to give us an answer, or we're moving on with our coaching search."
2: You can give them an answer. That's fine, but coach, stay with your team till the end.
1: And and that's the other thing. You could have said to the AD. I am leaving after the game, but can I win this to give your program something to look like? Forward sign to? the
2: contract, do whatever. They're not Hang salvaging. On. Wait, your recruiting that's class what right I'm now.
0: saying. I want him to coach it, Dylan. It sounds like he's not allowed to coach it. No, like I think
1: that it's a combination of the school being pissed off that he announced it early, which is my problem, and that he's on the recruiting trail for Florida State already. Like, look. Point being, regardless. Memphis is going to be in a place that isn't that far of a drive from actual city. They're playing against a Penn State team that has enough cachet. Memphis beating this Penn State team? If the Big 12 stays around, who knows? I'm I'm just saying. Who knows? Memphis has been a pretty solid Group of 5 program. We could see what oh Houston God, was supposed is. to be for them. He's
0: going to be he's going to be helping at Florida State prepare for their bowl game against Arizona State. Oh, Jesus God, I hate I hate sad. the Florida State's sorry, defensive honestly, line coach Odell not- Haggins, who has been serving as the interim head coach, will be the primary coach for the Sun Bowl. But Norvell none will also be involved in FSU's preparation for the game. Harlan,
2: ba- Harlan Barnett
0: wasn't? Oh man.
2: Unfortunately, none of us are naive enough to not understand the how and why this goes on. But it really is disappointing. Like it's sad.
1: Yeah. Anyways, point, be- point being is it's gonna be a fun game too that I think's in a good so spot. So what are you guys also, really
2: excited for? Like what bull matchups did you see in ho- your like, Holiday wow, bull awesome. by a bullet. Holiday Bull. With a bowl. Oh you mean Rose Bowl light? Awesome. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Iowa versus awesome.
1: USC. Frick yeah, yeah dude. Yeah, that USC game is going to be them. amazing. Yeah, oh, I, I agree, but so I'm, that should that should oh, be look, like okay, a
0: 27-17 <laughs> final. I'll be honest. I've been loving the Holiday Bowls lately. Oh, Holiday Bowls is a great like bowl. I, I, it really, for, for a lower I level think, bowl, it's a great bowl. There has been some great matchups.
1: It's like the Bowl. It's kind of like there's Tier 1... And then there's Tier 2. And the Bulls, Holiday Bowl is a solid Tier 2. And I really, I don't know what it is. I just feel more aligned with the Pac-12. Maybe it's just because of the Rose Bowl thing. But I feel like these matchups, like I think USC and Iowa are going to go balls to the wall. For obviously more narrative reasons we'll mention later. But this is the game. Out of all the games on the schedule, this is
2: the one I will be watching for certain. So there, there's some small Bulls on this list that are pretty sweet, but honestly, the big Bulls have some great freaking matchups. Wisconsin-Oregon, Georgia-Baylor, those are going to be fantastic games. Like, I am really, really hyped for the New Year's slate of games. Like, New Year's, really. I mean, New Year's, you got Michigan getting murdered by Alabama. Minnesota-Auburn could be a surprisingly great game. Wisconsin, Oregon should be is my game of the entire slate. Baylor, Georgia is gonna be absolutely fantastic. Those are your New Year's bowls. Like what think? more could you want on the best day in the land for college football, New Year's Day? What Ooh. more of a slate could you ask for? Does
0: Baylor start their third string quarterback in the bowl game? Because that man I, I looked legit. What
2: the injury, um
0: I don't care about I don't care about their starter. Is. He looked legit. That dude got knocked into oblivion. <laughs> I want to see their freshman third string quarterback because that kid looked great.
2: He has an arm Yeah, he does. I don't understand. Well, he's a freshman, yeah. I guess is why. But watching them flounder with I don't even remember the name of their second but their string second
0: string. Yeah, I don't either.
2: He was so. I, Dylan, did you watch? Looking like
0: Robert Griffin, but not but playing. What more do you like think? Absolutely, absolutely, I did. Or, <laughs> I,
2: I assumed you did. When he, what is his yeah. name?
1: Not important. That's what we're learning right oh, now. I'm trying, to
2: rem- <laughs> I'm trying to remember. He was so bad. bad. <laughs> was
1: so two bad. other highlights. Two but other the- highlights that have nothing to do with Bo- Baylor's third stringer uh, Gator Bowl, which is Indiana against Tennessee. Tennessee, Tennessee being very surprising. His name yeah, is sure. Gary Fantastic. Bohannon.
2: I remember. He sucked, Tom Allen. Man.
1: Sure. Tom Allen just signed a seven year extension. Tennessee actually made a bowl game. I don't think anybody expected that to be the case. Uh, that is going to be an interesting one, specifically on the Indiana side. And while I just mentioned Tennessee that this could wind up being game. garbage, <laughs> I'm just saying, exactly. They, by the way, I they think they were so seven bad. And five. <laughs> right. They lost at home to BYU and Georgia State, and they still <laughs> made a bowl game. That's crazy. But regardless, I think the other one, and I already mentioned this, Uh, Many times, but I think the Alamo Bowl could be fantastic. It all depends on Utah's state of mind. We'll see. I don't know. I have no earthly idea.
0: I'm really curious for the Outback Bowl. I want to see who shows
1: up and why. I I don't like that stadium. I I know it's going to be really, really bitchy to have that as a critique, but I hate it.
2: Please answer this without being completely apathetic, and I don't care. Michigan State did get.
1: Oh God, the Pinstripe bowl. bowl
2: than a lot assumed they were going to get. Not a great bowl, but it's at least a You're playing bowl. a Yankee Stadium. That's, that's a great bowl. And I'll be
1: honest. This game should be much better. This should be on that's the tier I mean. of the so
2: Alamo Bowl Forest, and whatnot. Which honestly feels like a good for Forest team,
0: team, by the way. Like that. That feels Wake like Wake a comparable
2: matchup for MSU. No, 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 no. How do no, you no, guys no, feel about no,
0: this? No. Forest Wake Forest kind of floundered at the end of the year there. Yeah,
1: but Wake Clemson Forest for took, a time, like they lost before awesome.
0: Clemson, and then Clemson took their soul.
1: And Wake Forest was like number eighteen in the country. They won like they were, like yeah, I know, 7-0. but they were eight 0 or something. Yeah, I know. So what I'm saying is like they that's a like Dave, Dave, uh, Dave I believe, Dave Clawson who was Bowling Green's coach when I went to school there. Um, he's really solid. He's going to get a, a better power five job. I think this pinstripe bowl needs to be substantially better, and these two teams are not exemplary of that. If anything, that should be a matchup that should have had, ah, shoot, I don't know. Like, <laughs> see, the problem the problem is the middle of the Big Ten was kind of garbage, but I don't know. I think it should be better. Partially, I will say the, the reason why this bowl is so fantastic, it's the only freaking bowl where we get Big Ten weather. We need more of these. We need more, but no, more but yeah, outdoor but problem, is northern that you bowls.
0: Have, you have you know you have days to like you know celebrate the bowl and all that crap, and there's things that go on, and you want good weather for all that stuff that they do celebrating the bowl, so they don't want to put it in places where it's freaking freezing. But it's New York City, and if you like, okay, let me put it to you this way,
1: Matt. If you're telling me that if they did a bowl in Chicago at Wrigley Field. Come on now! No, I'd
2: love they it. They would love I would, that, and I would love to see they it be would done. But do you know what I, see? <laughs> so I want to see between SEC and exactly
1: see, what I just
0: said? I want to <laughs> see.
2: I want to see a bull, and these are the tie-ins. It's an SEC team and a Pac-12 team.
0: It, I don't in think in they Big Ten. Play weather? Each other.
2: <laughs> Hold on! No, no, no. Better. Do they play each other? I, I want I'm to put. Out. So we got. It's got to be a top four SEC team. And it's got to be a top four Pac-12 team. So, decent team, right? And we're going to have them play on December 31st in Toronto. Yeah, Outdoors. Kind of Actually, that wouldn't
1: happen because it's a retractable roof,
2: my guy. We don't have to retract it.
0: And I want I to I see though. it played on a Let's CFL say- field.
2: I want them to play outdoors Stop. in Canada. Play where the
0: Argonauts play.
2: In late December. I want to see a West Coast team and a Southern team play each other.
0: Yeah,
1: the um That's interesting. The uh SEC and Pac-Twelve do
0: not play each I'm other. I'm giving you unless it's a you know, the bull. I am making thing.
2: it happen. Sign me up.
0: Like when I'm USC beat LSU for the title.
2: I am gifting any- you
0: this. Huh. This is interesting. Do we not all agree there's this would be history. awful? No, there's not history. No, no, there is I no history.
2: Awful,
0: Matt. There isn't. Matt, any. would no. this not be awesome? Yes, it would. But you,
2: d- no. Dylan, Thank of course,
0: know. there's no history. The bowls were tied to conferences for a reason, and that's how they shared championships. You know, one won it to at the Cotton Bowl, the while Pac-12. the other one won it at the Rose Bowl. Like,
2: so they if- could be a fraud-ass conference of champions.
0: No, they. Uh, no, most most right, of their titles last- coming like everything else, like water polo and shit. I'm curious though, okay, why did Quick why did they decide to not give us Narduzzi versus D'Antonio? Why did we not get because Pitt they don't
1: because of all the conspiracy stories? That's
2: why. Or and also, by the way, every U-Paul, 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 school in Michigan made a Paul. game.
1: Paul. By by the way, you should. I should have taken that freaking bet because Which Mark one? is coming back, my dude. He is coming back.
2: <laughs> How? I.
1: Told you How? he was coming back. So
2: I do. I will apologize. That win
0: against Rutgers really renewed his spirit. I told so you. This is, this I was warned this was you. I was faith. mad. I told. This you.
2: was misplaced faith. I legitimately did not think it possible to bungle things to this level. I did not think Welcome. that even MSU to my mind. was capable of doing something so heinous. I warned you. All. The I, best part you is, all
1: said it was fine to win and I told you, you no.
2: But the best part is for they Matt didn't and win. Ryan. <laughs> for Matt and Ryan, they get to see this twice this year when the Lions walk it back.
0: Wait, what do you mean? Like when they what? When the when the Lions decide to do I nothing and bring everyone back? I mean with three
2: wins and don't fire anybody.
0: Right. Well, that's expected.
1: Look, 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 i warned you guys, I screamed and I yelled, and you thought I was overreacting. Oh, Mark can't come back. I was right.
2: So this is where All I right? get into trouble sometimes, is, and you, you do the same thing, but you know your program better than I do. Yes,
0: I look at I things
2: do. mostly from a logical perspective. And then I, I try to factor for emotions Super. and bad decision makers and the people involved. But at some point, I assume that logic eventually wins out when it's so stark. And I forget that in many instances in life, in the sporting world, sometimes logic never wins out. Sometimes logic doesn't matter at any point in time. There's no, whether it's money, whether it's anything, there's no rationale that it makes sense for Mark D'Antonio to be coaching the MSU Spartans next year. There's no, nothing for it. It, Not money, not 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 product on the field, not fan base, not alumni, not anything, not optics, nothing. There's nothing that says, we should walk this back. Hear me out.
1: Here's the thing, though. Here's the thing.
2: But
0: I promise to fire everybody. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) bullfucking shit. Oh,
2: I do think changes are coming. big
1: Oh, no. I'm going to grow all the hair to where I had my curly afro blonde afro from when i was in seventh and eighth grade i had that imagine that for a second that was my hair did
2: you say blonde
0: please send a picture of
2: that like you bleached your hair
1: no like it was naturally like that color what yes anyways point being is that was that was my hair i will get that hair back if mark fires his entire staff
2: You're not going to fire the entire staff. There will be some holdovers, but there's going to be big, big changes. I actually have a sneaking suspicion that somewhere between now and the first couple games of next year,
1: (laughs) He is going to hire a couple
2: real coaches, maybe under the radar, and you are going to talk yourself into liking them. And at some point in time, you're going to say, this might not be so bad.
1: This is freaking Will Muschample over again. And you're gonna look back and I on that like it.
2: really upset at yourself. But I'm waiting for that.
1: Don't you dare accuse me of that. I have been completely salient this entire time. Give it a couple months. I have seen the truth.
2: Give it a couple months.
1: No. You, how dare you insult me like this. I've been prophetic for basically three years at this point. In every turn every single turn i got i raged because i knew this was coming and then everybody said oh just went out it's no big deal mark will go out out on top i knew he wouldn't i warned you all about this but you didn't listen and now we're gonna suffer more and it's all your faults thank you have a nice day more positively eastern michigan is a program fantastic great for them Good for them to get into the Quake Lane Bowl. They'll get some fans in there. Guys, Eastern Michigan was the <laughs> worst program.
2: Can hire Crichton.
1: I'm just saying. He's a fantastic... Look, I have all the respect in the world for this guy. Because Eastern Michigan was going to close the doors on their football program. And I, they have been awesome by the standards that they used to be in. They fight hard. They are... Man, I, I have all the respect in the world for this team. And I think they're going to beat Pittsburgh. Absolutely.
2: I mean, they went on the road and beat Illinois. And that's not... As bad as a win, as that sounds like in most years.
1: Also, 8 p.m. kick.
2: Man. Just ensuring that nobody is watching that
0: game. What, for the pinstripe?
2: Uh,
1: no. Oh. For uh, Pittsburgh
2: against oh. Easter.
0: But when's the pinstripe one kickoff? Like a 4 one o'clock tears. game?
2: <laughs> I asked you not to do that.
0: 3.20 p.m.
1: You know why they had it at such a weird time? Because Satan runs my life with this program now. The devil himself. Beelzebub. Mahogany or whatever the hell the other name well, is. Well,
2: since we're ending our like, college bull discussion on such a sour yes, note. Yes. We, we should introduce some holiday spirit into the podcast. And Dylan, hey, he come, jing, jing, jing. in his own words, he is the idea man. I am. But for this, and this alone, I will say Dylan put a masterpiece... ...together for us for a special Christmas edition of The Grizzly Takes.
1: Oh, you hear that, folks? Sleigh bells ring, are you listening? It is the holiday time. It is a Christmas edition of The Grizzly Takes. And with it, we have a theme a six-tiered theme to sparkle our days as everything gets colder and more bitter as Mark D'Antonio refuses to get the fuck out of East Lansing. So we start off with a real positive gentleman. I want to talk about the gift that keeps on giving. A player who continues to surprise and amaze for his team. Just a jolly fellow, just like good old Saint Nick. Matt, why don't you start us off with your nomination? Uh,
0: my nomination, and it's a wonderful surprise. And it was a surprise when we got him to start the year. Uh, and I tried very hard to keep these all to one team just to make it even more difficult on myself. And that team is the Detroit What's Pistons. Because I'm i a glutton for punishment. What the can player I throw? Happy, happy, cheery
1: times, happy
0: times. Come on now. The player that has surprised immensely is the one and only Derek Rose. Who has come to this team after so much turmoil throughout his career. A former MVP whose knees just continue to give out on him. And while playing less than 25 minutes a game, has given us buckets, has given us assists, has given us game winners, has given us some shred of hope that this team might actually be on the climb.
2: You're taking it a little too far. <laughs> and I, I think it's funny because I actually almost picked Derrick Rose for number three, which we'll get to in a little bit here. I didn't.
1: Oh, man. But that's not how this works. <laughs>
2: but I it's it's definitely Grizzly for me.
1: There and
2: this is – it's awesome. I, I love his resurgence. I feel bad for him because the last part of what you said is not happening. We suck. And Blake is broke. But hey, Derek Rose is having the time and so the timing with his buzzer beater last night.
1: Oh. It is cuddly because he will always be mine.
2: <laughs> that on is the, not that is you, nothing Paul. to
1: do with this.
0: That is zero to that do with this. Me. No, that is not Bill okay. Will I, find a way I don't to accept cuddle. this. I do not accept I this. I am
1: bi- I am as bitter as New Year's Day eggnog. About Derrick Rose. You
0: can't be... So bi- what are you bitter on. about? You wanted your Bulls to keep him through all that.
1: I wanted them to re-sign him after the Minnesota fiasco because Kobe absolutely...
0: Well, his 16 points a game is in the D right now, baby. 16 Paul, points on a game off you. the
2: bench.
0: On to you, Mr. Paul. <laughs> he said no. He said
2: no. Sorry. Yes. I am super excited for Ryan Tannehill. (laughs) I love. Pick that man up in fantasy
0: this past week. The best
2: part of this is I said this was going to happen. I said Ryan Tannehill is going to take Mariota's job because Ryan Tannehill, believe it or not, is a good quarterback. Except he was stuck in the hell that is Miami. And he had, he needed a change of scenery, and he went to a team in Tennessee that is built up pretty decent. They got a decent O-line. They got a couple skill position players, good running back, solid defense, decent coaching. It just hasn't clicked because Mario has been so bad. And he was so bad that he eventually got benched for Tannehill. And what do you know, Tannehill's been the second best quarterback in football since he took over the starting job. Hey, the Titans have won right. a million games, are going six to out the of their playoffs, last seven and he has absolutely been fantastic, shocking everybody who thought he was actual trash.
1: Apparently, you two have forgotten that there are six of these, but it is absolutely grisly. Uh, Tennessee is finally pulling off to their potential. So, absolutely. The gift that keeps on giving Ryan Tannehill's resurgence.
0: Oh, it's absolutely grisly. Uh, when we did our you know, playoff discussion, you know, month and a half ago, and we talked about the South, we said, yeah, it's a two-team race, it's Houston, and then it's Indianapolis, no one even gave a thought to the Tennessee Titans, they were that bad, and uh, while I feel bad for Mariota, uh, I'm happy for Tannehill, because yeah, that man suffered in South Beach for years on terrible teams, and uh, he is better than that, he has shown he's better than that, and uh, Tennessee is very thankful that he has been there as their backup slash takeover as a starter. Mine's
1: very, very, very obvious, and it is one that I know Mitchell Paul's going have a resounding amen for, and that is Joker, Nikola Jokic. He is absolutely the gift that keeps on giving. A player who is so versatile for his size, Denver just struck a gem with him. He's a real treat in the holiday season to watch when NBA basketball finally comes to the forefront.
0: <laughs> Just watch that man drain a three on replays as uh, Denver is taking on Philadelphia right now. And uh, yeah, uh, what is not to love about this kid's game? Uh, it is very entertaining. Uh, love watching big men be able to make that pass, make that bucket, make that block, make that steal. Uh, he the man's a stat stuffer of the best kind, and a joy to watch on the court. And hell yeah, Grizzly for me.
2: You guys know. He's top five favorite player in the NBA for me.
0: Of course he is. He's white.
2: This is a stretch because at this point it's not a surprise, but I will give it on the grounds that when he came into the NBA, nobody had any idea that he was going to do this. And it is so wonderful. And he truly keeps on giving, giving in the way of getting better every single time he steps on the court. And I don't, I'm pretty sure he's inching pretty close to the ceiling Because I don't think he's quite LeBron James, but god dang is he wonderfully fun to watch. Absolutely grisly. A Christmas treat for us all. Ironically, I don't think Denver's playing on Christmas Day.
1: They're not. But we have to go from real positives to real, real, real negatives. It's the Christmas gross-ass pie thing, as I worded it. I forgot what the word was forever until it was fruitcake! The fruitcake... Of our holiday season, the player that has no reason to exist where he does—he brings no joy to anyone around him. Matt, who who is the fruitcake of your Christmas
0: party? Okay, for the record, Denver is playing on Christmas. They're hosting the New Orleans Pelicans. Yeah. So you are going to get joking. You're going to be for... there, right? <laughs> no. <laughs> I don't think that was part of Dylan's package. Yes, um, hey. My 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 fruitcake. <clears throat> We got to think of a better term. That doesn't come off there. No, it's
2: perfect. Oh, God. Nothing is more perfect than Reggie the Jackson, get off freaking? of my
0: team. I didn't want you on the team in the first place. You had a great little spurt there to start, and then you've been nothing but wasted talent ever since and has done nothing for these Pistons ever since you came back from injury, and I don't want you here anymore. There's nothing against you personally. I just want this team to get better, and you are not helping this team get better. So go... Somewhere else, and make millions elsewhere. Not even wishing evil on the man. Just go make millions elsewhere. Ah, a sentiment
2: I do not. I, I know
0: you wish for people to get hit by buses
2: <laughs> and shit. I want to cuddle this so bad because because
0: you were a defender of this man.
2: It's not his fault. Sure, he also has had devastating injuries. But in the spirit of the term, uh, he is literally has no reason to be here right now. And he is bringing joy to zero people, so I can't cuddle it. Yes. It is Grizzly, but I don't like it. It <laughs> makes me feel not good, just like fruitcake. So whatever.
1: Uh, Grizzly, I guess. But y'all were on his ass forever, and I warned y'all. Not, hey, not me. Listen, not me. So, just saying. I mean, but yeah, I'll say Grizzly. I'll say it Grizzly. It is
2: what it is. Uh, mine, I, I'm. This is pretty simple. Uh, sticking with NFL quarterbacks and not going all that far. Jameis Winston, come on down. It legitimately brings oh, joy God. to no one, both your own team and the defenses you face, because we never know what's going to happen when the ball leaves your hands. It could be a jaw drop, very entertaining. Touchdown. It could be an <laughs> awful pick six, both of which you threw just this past Sunday, many times. Watching you is. It's chaos. It's pure chaos. You see all the talent in the world? Amazing plays. All of the stupidity in the world, and terrible plays. Single-handedly losing games and winning them. Yep. Nobody right. likes you.
1: Whoa, Why are okay you still
2: all right, in Am I wrong?
1: Alright, well. Fun fact, and I stole this from Colin Cowherd, but... Lamar Jackson, Russell Wilson, Drew Brees, Tom Brady, and... Patrick Mahomes combined 20 interceptions on the year. Jameis Winston on his own, 23. And he's also had 13 fumbles.
2: Can we talk so it's about his touchdowns, grisly. though? No. Because there's a lot of those two. <laughs> it's ridiculous. <sighs>
0: I don't know how to... I don't... I, just, I don't know how to grizzly this... Irrefutable the stat. The man is so entertaining. So much more entertaining than Fruitcake no, ever that's is. That's what makes this so, so bad. Open. Think like, the perfect example. You know scores Honestly, are coming. You just don't know if it's an offensive or a defensive score. No,
2: but I forgot. And it's about, The perfect example... That's not how this works. Think about fantasy. Uh, again, we're, where's a Ryan? 10 quarterback that's nobody wants works. to start.
1: All right. Anyways. Jesus, no. Uh... Uh... Mine is one that is, again... So, uh, it's it's Colin Cowherd partially, but dude, oh so you're my god! Are just stealing all your stuff after you're this telling week? Us
0: right now, you 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 jump in No, either.
1: no, no, no. But I am. I am just saying, though. Baker Mayfield, he has now trashed his own training staff. You are a joyless Drek You are a loser. You need to get the hell away from everything forever. I despise you. You are possibly not a good person. You you are no joy whatsoever in the holiday season. You are Baker Mayfield. You are all the raisins in the the fruitcake. Yes, that is right. Raisins sprinkled in it. Matt's
2: not getting the fruitcake thing, but you're doing great. He's not.
1: But but the raisins inside the fruitcake. You take a bite. You already think, "Oh, this is garbage." And then there's something that stands out that's even worse and more stupid. It makes even worse choices than you biting into the fruitcake in the first place. It's Baker Mayfield.
0: <laughs> I, I like the commercials with him, where his you know his home is the football. No God, so stop! Good. The, he brings the wife her drink, and then she's like, "Straw." They're so great, and he's like, "This bitch." I had to go walk across this damn football field and up these stairs to go get her a fucking straw. <laughs> I mean, look, this ain't his fault. He was yes, all sir. this hype. The the freaking Browns were gonna represent the she AFC out. in the Super Bowl and all this crap. Like, that was, this is was supposed to be a slow build with a young quarterback that was thrusted into it, and I don't know what you want him to do. Um, he needs better help. He needs better training equipment, apparently, and a better training staff, and, uh, you know, you got to be vocal as the leader, so no cuddly.
2: I have to cuddle this because it's just not in the spirit of what Dylan's brought to the table. As far as a reason to exist, I mean that's clear and obvious. Uh, he's the best quarterback Cleveland's ever had. <laughs> on top of that's that, that's not true. No, it's absolutely true. T- t- no, Matt, it's not. Matt, come no. on. True or false? It's not. It's so false. unequivocally true. Didn't they have Brady Quinn? On top of that,
1: he
2: brings. What is that? He he said of all time, the Cleveland Browns have had a lot better uh, quarterbacks. so many people. It might not be on the field for his team, but his press conferences, his commercials. Oh my God. We were were actually at
0: the University of Cleveland's actual best quarterback, the original dual threat athlete. That won the inaugural NBA championship. Autogram. And went on to win like six AAFL hold championships. Up, hold up. <laughs> stop. 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 What's the problem? Right. Stop. Stop. What? Stop. What's the problem? Post
2: Baltimore
0: Cleveland. Oh. see, so you didn't make that asterisk.
2: It was clear. That's it so was sorry. not that clear. I didn't hear clear. no asterisk in there. That had to be clear. I heard
0: no noise whatsoever. that represented an asterisk in there of... Post Baltimore, Cleveland. That's
1: again, also again, not just not how this works <laughs> Also, Bernie Kosar is substantially better, even Vinny Testaverde. Tisco- but, but, but that's also free that's, that's also Jeff pre- pre- Jeff baltimore By the way, Jeff Garcia. Are, Jeff Garcia you are, you are, you are is better.
2: roundholing someone you hate into this question?
1: Brian Hoyer better. Like, come on.
2: I mean, I love all this. I'm enjoying what Cleveland's doing this year
1: despise moving on we have rudolph the red nosed blank the ugly duckling that has made the most of his poor situation matt let's speed this up a tad rudolph
0: the red blake griffin got put into a shitty spot the back uh, of the man is actually suited up to play is gives is what puts him in this position for me cuz god what an awful position to be in on this crap ass squad still leading the way for this team playing 30 minutes a game leading us in points and we're not going to get anywhere out of it
2: As cuddly as hell.
0: You cuddly. As I hell. wish
2: he had demanded him my god dang trade and got his ass off my goddamn team, so he could stop bringing it down with his forty million contract dollar contract to either sit the bench because he's hurt or play like shit when he's on the floor. He didn't ask Coquelin Gores yeah. to give him that Post money. of a bad situation. Oh, wow. Get the hell okay. off my team.
1: Also, I I can't at all do that because he's had some fantastic coaches. And on top of that, he with Doc Rivers. Like, no, this is definitely not what I would constitute as a Rudolph situation. Paul, what are you talking about? How is the Detroit position not a Rudolph situation for him? Because he, in order to get to Detroit, he had to sour his way out of Doc Rivers' graces in the first place.
2: That's not true. That's dishonest. But it's not relevant. (laughs) So I know that Dylan is going to do his best to ruin this and tear this man down, but this one has a very obvious That's answer. And it is one Carmelo Anthony. Oh, Carmelo Anthony god. legitimately essentially blackballed from the NBA, despite being sucks one of ass. the best NBA players to ever lace them up. Oh my fucking god somehow finally in the middle of the season got picked up to a, tr- no, what else but a trash team, and oh, by the way, is absolutely bawling out of his mind, putting up fantastic numbers, some career numbers in some regards. He is playing wonderfully, and the only way to disparage that is out of pure hate, and I wish Ryan was here so he could give you all the shit that you deserve when you cuddle this. Carmelo Anthony is playing like a bona fide all pro,
1: all right, 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 Captain Frickin Longwind.
2: Oh, I I'm not entertaining because you're gonna. Shit I'm I'm
1: not, I'm not entertaining this, nor am I giving this any frame of mind, like all the other NBA teams didn't do with Carmelo Anthony. In like Cuddly. every single one of them, he's
2: regretting right now. On.
0: I'm not, Cuddly. No, it's Grizzly. It's I mean, it's absolutely Grizzly. The story itself is Grizzly. The fact that this man who was out of the NBA for a full year was basically shunned by the NBA. This is the, I said it when it happened. I said, this is the perfect place for him to go. They were injury depleted, needing people on the court, needed someone who can get him some scoring. And he has brought all of that as well as just being a name as one of the better small forwards that the NBA has ever had. And this is a perfect situation for him to be in Portland. It's working out beautifully. I'm happy for the man because while he is, his skill set is no longer a requirement in the NBA anymore. Uh, he did not deserve to no longer be on an NBA team. So this is great. Yawn.
1: Now, you are all going to backlash me for this because I don't like Carmel Anthony and am true to my word. But that's fine because the true Rudolph. Rudolph. Okay. Alrighty. <laughs> Rudolph, the red-nosed reindeer, is. My favorite player in the NBA right now that's not a Chicago Bull, I wish he was, and that is Spencer Dinwiddie. The dude had been discarded by the Detroit Pistons, just tossed away by the team that drafted him, never even given a chance. And he has done nothing but ball out in Brooklyn. In fact, on a team that has become toxic because of the plague, that is Kyrie Irving, who also could have been my fruitcake behind Baker Mayfield. Spencer Dinwiddie is the team leader in points and assists this year. He's been phenomenal, and I love that he is doing well. This is a true Rudolph story, being discarded and ignored, finally rising again in the way that I know he could have.
0: Uh, no, it's cuddly as hell. I, you know, My brother is a Buffalo. He went to see you, and so I definitely kept up with Boulder Sports because of the fact that he went there. Saw Spencer Dinwiddie, followed him in college, and was actually happy the Pistons took him. And he didn't feel a need for us at the time. Love to have him right now. Um, but no, absolutely happy for the man that what he's doing out there uh, in uh, in the Barclays Center of Brooklyn, even with Kyrie ruining his time there.
2: Even though you just said cuddly.
0: I didn't say cuddly, I said grizzly. Did yeah, I say cuddly? cuddly? I meant you grizzly. My bad.
2: Well, that's all right. You were just preemptively getting into my extremely cuddly. Because first of all, uh-uh, he sure as hell see? ain't no Carmelo, there go. and you're a bitch.
1: Ah, look at that! Look at that! What does that but, have to do with my point at all? If you want it me doesn't. To address the actual that's the point,
2: What do you mean making the most of a bad situation? He got off of a bad team to a team full of young guys where he can flourish, and now with an elite point guard to help facilitate and let him elite? flourish. Oh
1: wait! No! Oh no! No! You don't know your NBA if you think Kyrie is doing that team any favors right now. I, I don't have Mm-mm. enough.
2: I so the the people can't see if I send you the fifteen Stephen A. gifts that I want to send you right now. Do you know how stupid that was?
1: Okay, okay, help me help me out here, please. Come on, come on now, Matt. Help me Kyrie
2: out. Kyrie Irving is not an elite point guard in the NBA.
1: He is doing awful things for that Nets locker room. They are doing better without him. But now all of a sudden, Matt's f- gone. When I
0: need him the most. He's not gone. He understands is
2: the level of your depravity and absurdity.
0: Hang on. No. Also, no. Spencer Dinwiddie is leading his, his career right now in points and assists, essentially. Essentially, same number of assists as high while having way more points. So he's doing it all without Kyrie's help. Right. Get the fuck out of here. Do you
2: think Kyrie, when he is on the floor, does not help him?
0: I didn't say that. He is worse. No, no. He's worse for the
1: Nets. Look at the numbers. The Nets are worse when Kyrie is playing. Is Spencer worse when Kyrie's playing? Clearly not. That's what Matt just said. He's being way better because Kyrie's not playing. That's
2: not what Matt said. That's not what Matt said at all. That's what he just said. Yes, he did.
0: He no, I said he's done plenty without Kyrie's help as obviously he's he's dropping his 20 plus points while dishing out over 6 Boom. assists. However, I did not I say, so. I did not single out that he's better with Kyrie off the floor and not playing. Obviously, he, is. The entire team he is. is doing more as a point guard role when Kyrie's not on the floor, obviously. But Kyrie's only played 11 games for the Nets this year. So it's, you can't attribute everything Spencer's done to or with or without Kyrie. We move on to number four, the mistletoe effect.
1: In the post Me Too era, it's inconvenient, it's sometimes uncomfortable, but it's a sports tradition that you can't seem to get away from, no matter how creepy it now is.
0: My tradition, unlike any other, and it is perfect for the holiday season because it is oh so festive, it is a Thanksgiving tradition of the Detroit Lions losing on Thanksgiving. <laughs>
2: That's it. We're not going to expound upon
0: this. What? Is, no. What because is there we to need expound to be short upon. There's there's, there's, it's, there's six sixty these. plus years of evidence. Yeah, let's go. Eighty five percent go. of the time, yes, the Lions no. losing on Thanksgiving.
1: Let's go. Two. I Nebraska have enjoyed watching Oscars Peyton Manning and Tom charges. Brady
0: basically jail rape the Detroit Lions on Thanksgiving.
1: Oh, not really good after what I what news I just broke. Jesus. What. <laughs> I just said that two Nebraska Cornhuskers were, are facing sexual assault charges. And then Matt's like, oh yeah, and jail rape. <laughs> Jesus <laughs> Christ. Damn. Here's the thing. It's cuddly because my team keeps beating your bitch ass. So <laughs> obviously I'm happy with it. Oh,
2: that wasn't helpful, though.
0: <laughs> the Detroit Lions all-time record on Thanksgiving games is 37-40-2.
2: 41 in two. and we that started this year's game in
0: 1929 which, when which they were winning a lot of them
2: under just under five hang on
0: how many since 19 let's go since 1988 when I was six years old let's see what their record is so when I when it's really stuck with me as a fan I just want you to know that since
1: 2005 the Lions are four and ten. In, in uh, Thanksgiving
2: Day games. So this is why it's cuddly for me. The Lions always play up on Thanksgiving, no matter how bad they are. Clear, clearly, they've been. lost ten games and won four. But they're a bad team. That doesn't mean that they don't play up. That's awful, bro. <laughs> I go back to the Texans' overtime loss, where we got robbed on the Jim Schwartz challenge play. We had no business. Hanging with that team that year. We turned around the next year and pound the Packers by thirty points. The year after that, we pound Dillon Chicago Bears. The year after that, we pound the Eagles by thirty points. Then we was beat when Minnesota the year was after. That. Get out of here. It, it, since then, <laughs> all all one loss, all one score losses the last three years. Close games against teams much better than us. The Vikings way better than us, one score loss. The Bears last year with their all-world defense one score loss. This year, we almost beat the freaking Bears on Thanksgiving with David Blau at quarterback. Ha!
1: You thought. And then the next game, we proved that bitch
0: was wrong.
2: Let's That's go. my point.
0: Y'all want to feel really bad?
2: Up on Thanksgiving. I, I'm under,
0: under, feeling fantastic. Under Jim Caldwell, the Lions were winning their Thanksgiving Day games by an average of 17 points. A uh, hot take? I don't think you should have <laughs> fired Caldwell. <laughs> Beat Chicago in 2014, 34-17. Beat Philadelphia in 2015, 45 compared to, to what 14. you have now?
2: <laughs> that is legitimately irrelevant.
1: Hey, that Bears that are 19-15-2 be on, or or on Thanksgiving. Fallacy but,
2: but moving on.
1: Compared to what you have now, Jim Caldwell was
2: fine. <laughs> that's a complete logical fallacy. But regardless, moving on. My tradition is very unique to me and it never stops year-round, and it's extremely inconvenient and often frustrating, I have to watch sporting events that I care about live. And by live, I don't literally mean live, I mean unadulterated. As if it was live without knowledge or inkling or anything of what has possibly happened in the game, which means a lot of DVR for me, and a lot of turning notifications off on my phone, Avoiding TVs, staying off the internet, and legitimately at times, putting my hands over my ears and avoiding conversation. It is f***ing terrible, but I cannot enjoy sports if I don't do this.
1: It's cuddly, you're dumb, and it's the same thing with what you do with television, and I don't like it.
0: The Lions are 17 and 21 in my lifetime on Thanksgiving.
2: Which, what is their overall record in your lifetime?
0: That's what I just said. No! 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 God, you. no! I bet
2: their Thanksgiving record they have a better winning percentage. <laughs>
0: uh, it, it's Grizzly. It's hilarious. You're a tight ass, and it cracks me up, but it's, it's perfect for you. So, yeah, it's Grizzly.
2: Yeah,
1: absolutely is. But my uh, mind sticking within the season, uh, the mistletoe effect, the awfulness that I am tired of having to accept is Tom Izzo before January. Dude, stop. Stop doing this to us, especially this year. I don't even know anymore. I'm doubting my own
0: opinions. Last week I was chill as hell, and now I'm not. Because of you. Stop doing this to us. I mean, because of him or because of the fact that we've had no one to replace Matt McQuaid or Kenny Goins, so we have no outside shooting. We are getting beat by one player on each year.
1: Every single year we always lose to at least two teams that for whatever reason we are fooled into thinking that we can't stack up against and then we reel off wins in the Big 10 and then we're fine when March comes around. I hate As this long as we're fine when March coaster. comes around,
0: I'm good with it. I don't know if we're going to be this year.
1: It's just frustrating. I just like to be good all year
0: for once. Um then you need to switch your allegiances to Duke. <laughs> Because they're about the only one that does that. Plus, you won't be able to complain about the refs because they're always on your side.
2: No. I mean, I guess it's grizzly. I, It's kind of, I mean, to- I feel so, it's like, it's kind of like not a big deal, but then at the same time, it's so frustrating. Especially when you come into the season with expectations and you're like, what are we doing? Like, how are we not prepared? You bring back this much experience and this is what I'm watching right now. And you trust that it's going to be okay when it matters, even though three of the past four years it hasn't been. But God dang, man.
1: All right. Moving on to really quick NBA on Christmas Day. We got matchups for Christmas in the NBA. What are you excited about? I'm going to do this real quick. Matz is the Lakers versus the Clippers. Shocker. Paul,
0: Grizzly or not?
2: Uh, yeah, it's uh, Grizzly. And I'm going to get mine out of the way too because it's Lakers versus Clippers. How do you have ah, There we go. Answer?
0: There are actually three I games do. that I'm excited about because I enjoy the Lakers and Clippers, of course, but Boston at Toronto and Milwaukee at Philadelphia should be very good games.
1: I have Boston against Toronto because it's an early game, so I can enjoy it, get NBA out of the way early. Also, Kemba has been phenomenal, and I like seeing Toronto play. Simple as that. But yeah, boom. Grizzlies boom, boom. all around. Those are games. Grizzlies <laughs> really all around. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then we move on to the North Star i didn't want to get religious with it so whatever the hell the north star actually is called i don't know uh the the wish you have for your sports life as the wondrous season comes to fruition this holiday season matt what is your wish for your teams
0: that they all get a lot better than they've been for the last half decade goddamn guys get your shit together in detroit what the hell Pistons, Red Wings, Tigers, Lions. I'm looking at all of you, Michigan State football and basketball. Get your heads out of your asses. Start the climb. Let's get better because we're one of the best sports cities in the world, let alone the country, and we got nothing to show for it damn near since 2009.
2: Paul? I mean, yeah, it's grisly. We're fucking destitute, dude.
1: You are, but it's cuddly because you won't improve. Lies. This is just your
2: future. Lies. It's a wish, you future. It is a wish. That a, that
1: oh, look not... at you
0: fighting wait, wait, against wait, the wait, darkness. Wait, 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 wait. Oh, wait, Paul, so come weird. on now. Come on. You're surprised that Eeyore cuddled a wish? It's true.
2: It's true. You're right. Even though it's, <laughs> even <laughs> even though it's his topic. It's my uh, idea. So mine is simple, and oh. I am going to go with one that theoretically should not just be possible, but should be a given. Um... It's very cliche to say the Lions should sell the team. Oh, I fucking want... The Lions should sell the team. Mark Cuban! Can we please God just gut the team? Like, get rid of the front office. Goodbye, Quinn. Goodbye, Patricia. Goodbye, everybody. Bring in somebody real who understands football and has been in... Not just been in a successful organization, but actually had a real role in that organization. Not, I held a fucking clipboard while... uh, the best coach in the world find drafts shitty players like no an actual person who makes real personnel decisions bring him in and let him run a real football team. That's my wish.
1: Uh I mean I don't see how a team can sell a team. I can see how the Fords would sell the Lions. I don't them. know I how the Lions would sell the Lions.
2: My wish is not them selling. Okay,
1: well regardless I I I guess it's Grizzly. It's lazy. It's boring but it's
0: Grizzly. God damn you, Judgy. It's Grizzly. What
2: is happening? The one <laughs> I don't thing know. that needs to happen that everyone's Dylan has turned
0: not from Santa into the Grinch throughout this Grizzly take set.
2: Sad. <laughs> I mean, I guess Dylan doesn't understand it, but he should because he's an MSU fan. Everyone's like, "Wow, your team's terrible. They're going to fire everybody." <laughs> <laughs> we well, are going through the same thing. It's not a knock. You're going through the same thing with Mark Antonio. Like the logical thing is that everyone's gone, yet everyone is expected to return, and it's absurd.
1: My wish is singular in focus because the Michigan State football program is the devil itself. And I want it to burn to the ground, including Spartan Stadium, because it sucks. I need Michigan State basketball to figure this out. That is my wish. It is aggressive. The language is not that that you would see in a Hallmark movie channel. Uh, Dude, figure it out. I'm not doing this. I'm not about to have this team disappoint me too. Spoiler
0: alert, yes, he was. (laughs)
2: What? It's Grizzly. That's going to be a cuddly for me, dog, and uh, I thought I was just going to do it on principle because you're an asshole, but no, I actually get to cuddle this for legitimate reasons. Uh, No, no matter what they do this season, outside of winning a title, which they're not doing, spoiler alert, uh, it cannot fix the hole in either your heart or the rest of your fandoms.
1: <laughs> the Bear the Bears getting into the playoffs when they shouldn't have, sure as shit will.
0: They're not getting into the playoffs. The Bears What? Oh, 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 the Bears, oh what?
2: Oh, oh, oh what? What? Oh god, man. Oh my right, god, anyways. you should have wished for a quarterback and I would have actually grizzled that.
0: Ryan Tannehill going to Chicago Here. next year. Oh, don't do that. Absolutely. I mean he's, do he's not I mean make he's gonna me sign an extension, so no chance.
2: Don't do
1: that. Y'all are tired of the bells. So they're going to stop ring – oh, I almost (laughs) said something real bad. Ring, ring, ringing.
2: (laughs) Ah, Matt, you are honestly making a nightmare for me. (laughs) It was all about Cam Newton, and I was like, hell yeah, take Cam Newton. I want to watch this train wreck. No, I do not want them getting Tannehill. Like, I will be so sad. To the picks. I guess we'll do the picks. Ryan's not here, but Ryan did send in his picks. That's nice. So we have an interesting week this week. College football is pseudo over. And no, I did not decide to throw in a bunch of division garbage games. There is wow, one all right, thing that actually matters in college football this week. We're not picking up is,
0: FCS playoff games?
2: No, we're not doing it. I'm not Alex. It's absolutely not going to happen on my watch. Um, did Ryan win? Yeah. Nice. He did win, little cocksucker. Good I got him. third. Well, oh, okay. Well I'm honestly Why? I'm, I'm I'm actually happy so for aggressive. Ryan. I just wanted <laughs> to finish in the money, and I finished one spot out of the money, so it was very like not cool. Speaking of in so the money aggressive. and Ryan winning, Ryan, who's not here but did send in his picks is still leading us. Uh and he's doing it by absolutely crushing college, hitting on over sixty percent of the college games. Uh not he's doing okay in the NFL. I'm actually. Ah, that's
0: why NFL. we're only picking one college game. Nah, <laughs> oh, <stop. laughs> trying to even stop. the playing field. I see. B-
2: bitch, well, I, I bitch. have done best in NFL, but it's not Paul the gap Patriot Roshan. It, it is not the gap that Ryan has in college. Is he's really crushing it. Although Very Don nice. is only Very a game nice. behind him in college, and that's your one-two cumulative order. Myself and Matt, a few games back, tied for third place. <sighs> and Dylan, not that he cares about anything, but is bringing up the rear uh, all too surprising. I had a
1: piss-ass I'm week, sure so.
2: Um, and so, in that piss-ass week, uh, Dylan went 2-7. and seven. We drop out the ties here, so that's why it's not 10. So, Dylan did yeah. go 2-7 and seven last week, and that that was pretty bad. Uh, not that anyone did great last week. Four, five, and six wins for the rest of us. It was it was a tough week, so we'll, we'll give them a little slide on that. This week, I actually think it's a little bit easier to pick, and I think the games are more, not more interesting, but it'll be a fun week. We start with arguably the best rivalry in college football. Not the greatest, just the best. It is the annual Army-Navy game. It takes place... In the worst sports city in the world in Philadelphia. But Navy Jeez. this year is a ten and a half point favorite.
1: As I had alluded to last week, and by alluded I mean actually explicitly said, better rivalry than the game, that's for damn sure. But it won't be this year. Navy is gonna boat race an army team that is underwhelmed.
0: I disagree. I think Army's up for this game about as much as any game they're gonna be up for, and uh well, they gave Michigan a hell of a game. I don't think Navy's better than Michigan, uh, so I will go with the Knights.
2: Okay, that was a little dishonest, but I'll accept it. Uh, Ryan is in Dylan's camp. He thinks this is all Navy, and from a on-paper perspective, sure, but this is going to be my mm. longest take of the picks, but this game deserves it. This is a rivalry that over the course of over 100 games – 52 60 and seven is the record they've they've played this game since 1890 129 years they've played this freaking game and they are almost dead even army is in the midst of a three-game win streak but none of those games has been more than a seven-point victory since 2013 regardless of how much better one team could been pull. than the others. Go to last year where Army hung up 70 points in a bowl game and they only won 17-10 to 10 against Navy. This is a game that is always close. It is always fought with the great spirit of our armed forces. And like they always are, this game will be within 10 points. So I am going to take Army with the cover. And that's it for college. Now we get the NFL side. We're picking nine NFL games this week, baby. Nine. And... Suffice it to say it was actually I don't know if it's because it's near the end of the year But there were actually nine Plenty of interesting games to pick from Uh, The first one's the worst Because we always pick the Detroit games Uh, We got Tampa Bay headed to Detroit And uh, Tampa Bay is a three and a half point favorite Over what I assume is still David Blau Starting at quarterback
1: I already told you Jameis Winston is responsible for more All Alright my god
0: I'm going to try that again Did my cough throw you out? <laughs> like, yep. Are you serious? Like, yeah, yes. Are you fucking kidding so. me? What is wrong with you? Nope. It was so loud
1: and rude. Like you tried. God, yes, I tried this to call. again.
2: Fuck Ryan.
1: That's what I'm saying. But anyways,
2: <laughs> what? <laughs> He's picked all the same fucking teams as me except one. <laughs>
1: anyways, <laughs> as I had said yesterday, today, and oh, tomorrow, Jameis Winston. <laughs> is responsible for more turnovers than whatever pie company you want to insert into this quip i will take detroit uh
0: in the rehashing of the nfc norris division where the bucks used to reside and i really hope the bucks wear their creamsicle colors for this game because that will just make it even more nostalgic uh the bucks are winning this game by more than three and a half points i'll go with tampa bay oh with no
1: mike evans yep Doesn't You're matter. right.
2: That, that's the perfect segue because without Mike Evans, Chris Godwin is going to break every NFL receiving record in the history okay. of the world against the Lions this week. 17 Self-loving. catches for 377 is going yards. going to be, first of all, and Dylan, you know this, Chris Godwin is amazing, and he's having a fabulous year because he is amazing. I thought
1: Navy was your shortest take.
2: Well, you, you had to act like somehow Detroit is going to hang with Tampa Bay in this game. I don't give a shit what happens. Detroit's getting run off the field into oblivion because they're complete fucking trash. Ryan. Agrees. Ryan's
1: pick was? There you go.
2: I can't wait to hear Dylan's take on Chicago. Chicago travels to the Frozen Tundra to take on the shithead pack. And uh, this game is interesting to me because it opened. F-T-P. The pack were favored by seven F-T-P. points. F-T-P. FTP. And it's all the way down to four and a half points. F-T-P.
1: FTP. FTP. Hey, FTP. Right, hey. With the bag. Oh, oh, yeah, you know it. We're riding high. We are on our way. Anthony Miller is catching passes. Trubisky is not making first grade decisions anymore. We are moving on up to the north side, and we are
0: destroying these little broke back Packer bitches. FTP. TP. Aaron Rodgers loves nothing more Than the beat up on the Chicago Bears And I don't see that Changing this weekend I'll take the pack
2: Yeah I don't know how this line fell so much Packers absolutely going to
0: A bunch of high riding Chicago T-P. fans Who were like oh my hey, god T-P. We beat the great hey, Dallas T-P's. Cowboys The pack
2: absolutely have to win this game And win it easily They're trying <laughs> to they stay pace in the division And Chicago sucks guys Not a good football team
1: Oh, man, who's going to have a winning record? Not you. Not you either. We talked
2: about these teams a bit already, and that AFC South race, yeah, getting kind of hot as Houston travels to Tennessee. Mm. And this line has moved even more in Tennessee's favor, Tennessee, after the egg that Houston laid last week. Tennessee's a three-point favorite pretty much for the division.
1: Uh, up-down theory on this one, a prideful Houston team is not going to sit there and take that
0: lying down. They're going to win this game
1: out, right? Uh,
0: nope, not subscribing to the up-down. I'm subscribing to the up and up and up, which is what Tennessee is doing. They confident, they rolling. The running game's working better with Tannehill. The passing game's working better with Tannehill. The defense looks better with Tannehill. I don't know how he's helping it, but he is. Uh, so give me the Titans.
2: So I don't want to call it up-down but it kind of is here. On paper, Tennessee really should roll. I mean roll, like a 17-point win. Uh, It's hard to see how Houston's banged up D-line, banged up without J.J. Watt. They shipped off Clowney. is going to hold up to the just pounding attack both through the air and ground that Tennessee offers. Houston's defense is fake news. Uh, They look great against the Pats, but we now know should have known already that that was just Pat's ineptitude this season. Uh, Tennessee should pound them. For me, it's a gut feeling. Like, I just have a feeling about this game. And the fact that I can't have nice NFL things and I'm rooting for Tennessee. Uh, I'm all over Houston and so is Ryan. We go to what most people, including Pegas, think is going to be a lopsided contest. The Chiefs actually opened as 13-point favorites against Denver. But a lot of people are flying high on the lock train. And Denver is close to just a 10-point dog.
0: Regress to the mean. I will take the Chiefs. Chiefs are lucky as hell. They escaped New England. Did not deserve that win. Walked out with a banged-up quarterback. Not sure how Mahomes' hand is holding up. Uh, Meanwhile, Denver is riding high with Drew Locke. Uh, Always tough when it's divisional. Tough place to play for Denver at Arrowhead. Uh, while Locke was riding high last week uh, and is not facing a tough defense this week. <sighs> God, I really want to pick Denver for some reason. Yeah, why not? Let's go with the Broncos.
2: Because the Broncos the right answer, baby. 10 points is a lot in the NFL. 13 is really a lot. 10 points is a lot in the NFL. And... Locke could very easily return to earth, but he could also very easily torch a not-great Kansas City secondary, although someone named Marcus Peters making Dylan mad last week. But I I don't know, man. Ten points is a lot. Marcus
0: Marcus Peters doesn't play for Kansas City. Why are we picking Miami and the Giants?
1: And also, Marcus Peters doesn't play for Kansas City. Sorry, he,
0: He plays for Baltimore.
2: You're correct.
1: Yeah, I am correct. Now move on.
2: Matt wants to know why we're picking Miami-New York. It's actually a super important game in the NFL. It's not. Oh, it is. Because the top five NFL draft race is hot right now. And this is going to go a huge way towards determining legitimately the future of... Of five franchises. This game is massive. This is the tank race. Oh, okay.
1: Alright, that's too That's too long to describe such a piss-ass Miami game. Miami travels but
2: you... to New York as three and a half point dogs. Who wins the tank race?
1: You said hot like Bill Hader Stefan on SNL, but New York is not winning this game. Miami.
0: I really don't care. <clears throat> I'll take the Dolphins. I don't know how New York
2: is favored by more than a field goal than anybody, against a fucking college team. I'm going to take Miami. To a game that actually has major playoff implications, we got Minnesota traveling to the Chargers as two-and-a-half-point favorites, trying to avoid the fate that Green Bay faced earlier this year when they traveled out west. Huge game for the sake of the NFC North.
1: Minnesota's just fine their stride. It doesn't matter how many stars that they miss. Kirk Cousins has been playing an MVP caliber season.
2: Oh, shock?
0: Yeah, I can't trust the Chargers for shit. (laughs) I'll go with the Vikings.
2: Ain't got nothing to do with the Chargers. Vikings about to steamroll everybody. Talk about two disappointing teams this year. We got the Rams traveling to Dallas, but this is the most interesting. I legitimately had to check multiple sources and see the line movement on this to believe it. Dallas opened as a four-point favorite in this game. There has been no relevant injury information since then. Both quarterbacks are playing and yet the Rams are now favored by one and that really tells you all you need to know about Dallas this
1: season. Dallas has been in a really tough spot. Pride will finally take over and I desperately need the Rams to lose so I will take Dallas Uh,
0: no, Dallas is terrible all they do is beat bad teams, the Rams are a disappointing team, they're not a bad team Rams
2: the Rams are starting to figure it out, especially since Sean McVay said uh, fuck Todd Gurley's knees, we're gonna run him until they fall off and Dallas is a bad team, and I was the only one of us who had the Rams over Seattle last week, and they are going to continue that trend, although Dallas is much much worse than Seattle and doesn't have a quarterback that could pray to be like Russ Wilson. Now we get to Dylan's favorite team in the NFL that's not the Chicago Bears. We got Buffalo coming off a spirited loss last week where they did make it very close despite some a lot of things going against them. They travel to another very spirited team on their third quarterback this season yet somehow both of these teams in the AFC playoff picture Pittsburgh's a two-point favorite at home in a pivotal wild-card matchup.
1: I was actually supposed to go to this game, but we we decided not to. Uh, My fantasy league decided not to. We had a lot of people basically drop out. And to be fair, my toes are going to thank me for not going to this game because it would have been Upper Bowl in Pittsburgh in December at night. But Buffalo already knows how to play in this environment. And they are going to secure their 10th win of the season.
0: Yeah, I can't trust Pittsburgh with a third-string quarterback and an offense that's semi-broken. Bills have enough on defense and just enough on offense that I think they get the outright win.
2: You picked the Bills? Yes. This is the only game I waffled on as much as Tennessee-Houston. This is tight, man. I honestly think this is a true, true 50-50 And sometimes you go with the home team, sometimes you take the points. I'm I'm taking the points. Uh, Buffalo has the better quarterback, I think. Probably.
0: I think. Maybe.
2: Pittsburgh's defense is kind of absurd. This is a hard game, man. I'm going to pick Buffalo. True coin flip game. Really, it's going to be an ugly game, too. This is going to be a fucking ugly game. Speaking of ugly, uh, Indianapolis, since their spirited start to the season has not looked so hot and that's the Monday night football game this week and I assume when they made this Monday night football game they thought Andrew Luck was going to be under center he's not but Drew Brees is under center and he is a nine point favorite at home looking to roll into the playoffs hot
1: man that five games really seems to have helped Drew Brees I apologize for calling him trash and ass and all that ah,
0: Last I week, see he Claire whoop that ass this week no
1: no no it's more it's more it's more more than five games clearly proved that he wasn't regressing like tom brady is so i will take new orleans to boat race a lost team
0: (laughs) we're not jumping into that uh yeah they got screwed last week against the niners and they are going to be one pissed off team coming into monday night football uh indianapolis i will pray for you uh but it's uh, it, <laughs> it Drew Brees and them Saints, them boys, going to roll the Colts.
2: I realize we stopped announcing Ryan's picks.
0: Yeah, I we? stopped announcing we? Ryan's picks. We didn't have them. Yeah, we. Actually, we did have them. Any one of us could have. Since, so he, that since I
2: have stopped announcing them, though, they've all been the same as mine outside of he picked Pittsburgh over Buffalo. Not a lot of dissent. He agrees with oh, me so he's wrong. on this game as well. Uh, we actually have Indianapolis covering um, nine points a lot in the NFL. New, New Orleans is a much better team, but they're not really. New Orleans scored 45 against San Fran, and my lost. dude. Come on. 46. See, that's the thing. They're not really running <laughs> Oh, yeah, anybody. my bet, my bet. New Orleans isn't really running anybody, and they're a flawed team as well. They're not perfect. And while they are much better than Indianapolis, ask him to win by 10, tall order. I'm going to take India on this one. And that does close our pick segment, and I believe our cast.
0: And since Ryan's not here, I'll do the thing. Please follow us on Facebook, on Twitter, on YouTube, Sports Carnage Podcast. Uh, You can follow us through DSN as well. Thank you guys to Detroit Sports Nation for always being involved in this. Leave reviews. Leave reviews, as that man just said. Uh,
1: Unless they're bad.
0: Nope, leave those as well.
1: Negatives about Paul, too.
0: Constructive criticism is always appreciated here at Sports Carnage. That's for the absent Ryan Griffin, <clears throat> congratulations to McKenna once again. For Dylan Baer, for Paul Roshan, I'm Matt Bass, and we are Sports Carnage. Thank you for spending another couple hours with us. We will talk to you all next week for our bowl special.